The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Welcome to Spirit of Recovery, offering support for your spiritual growth and addiction recovery. Here's Reverend Dan Beckett. Welcome to the Spirit of Recovery podcast. We're glad you're with us today. I'm Reverend Dan Beckett here with co-host Reverend Michelle Vargas. Together, we share ways that spirituality and addiction recovery intertwine and work together to support your spiritual growth in your own recovery journey. We're basically a couple of recovery nerds and ordained unity ministers sharing our experience, strength, and hope on this spiritual journey of addiction recovery. We hope that something you hear today will be helpful to you in your own recovery journey. We invite your questions, comments, wisdom, and feedback anytime. Just send an email to spiritofrecoveryunity at gmail.com. And Facebook users, you can message us from our Facebook page, Spirit of Recovery. Just click the send message button right below the banner. And please help us carry the message by following and subscribing to Spirit of Recovery on your favorite podcast platform. Today's episode is titled New Beginnings here at the beginning of a new year. Did you ever feel like life would be so much better if you could just wipe the slate clean and start over? Well, you can do just that. In fact, you can start over any time you decide. Our higher power gives us the ability to leave behind that which no longer serves us and move ahead in a new and better way, a new beginning. Today, we want to share our experience, strength, and hope on energizing your life by starting over anytime. Yes, I love this idea that we can start over anytime we want to or need to. And I learned this in recovery. No one ever told me this before. <laughs> I don't know, just these basic things in life that I somehow did not learn. Um, but this is a wonderful tool. And like it says, we can use this anytime. You know, um, if you're having a bad day or you get off on the wrong foot with someone, um, there's absolutely nothing stopping you from just saying, you know what, can we just start over, you know, or, or just simply starting over in your own mind. And I love that because what it means is that we're allowed to make mistakes. Another thing I somehow did not learn. We're allowed to make mistakes. In fact, we're supposed to make mistakes right? We're human beings. So you make a mistake. So big deal. So you say, I'm sorry, or you fix it wherever you need to, and you begin again. Like I say, this goes for, you know, interpersonally with other people, as well as just on our own. So um, I think this is a wonderful thing, because what it means is that there's forgiveness, there is um, redemption, we can change. Just because we messed up doesn't mean we have to continue messing up. Um, we have the ability to change our life in any moment. And what a gift that is, right? Yeah, I, I agree. I love that. And um, I was just thinking about uh, that concept of forgiveness when you mentioned it, because as I've heard said, you know, if I 
had known better earlier in my life, I would have done better. And yes. now that I do know better, I do better. Yes. So there's no sense in me, you know, kicking myself over ways that I used to be because I was doing the best I could. And the forgiveness or the release, if you will, piece of this is letting go of that, um, you know, hanging on to that judgment, shame or whatever it might be related to the way that I've been before, of course, especially right. when I was drinking. And starting over, I also learned the concept in the halls of recovery. I'm grateful for that. And it's not, you know, not only did I, in essence, start my life over in many ways. Now, again, mm -hmm. those of us in addiction recovery, some for some of us, you might, you know, readily see it from the outside. But like for me, I was living in the same house, you know, I had the same job. And so not, my neighbors might ne not necessarily even notice. But if you were inside my experience, it was a total like life do over. I am learning a different way to be in the world than I had ever learned before. So mm -hmm. in that very broad sense, it was starting over. But as I've heard in the rooms and as you were sharing, you can start your day over at yes. any point. You can start anything over at any point. And really, it's it's our, our higher power. I think that's how I think of it, sort of... Um, it, it that ability to start over is inherent in the very yes. concept of a higher power. And I'm grateful for that. Yes, because so many of us come into um, unity and or 12 step program with an idea of a God that somehow holds grudges or punishes. Um, and, you know, this, so, so we carry that sense of, you know, that we've done that we've been bad we've done something wrong and 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 we deserve i mean it's a self-fulfilling prophecy right we we feel bad about something we've done and, and we sort of want to self-flagellate we put it on god right because we put all the stuff we don't want to be accountable for ourselves we 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 um what do you call it we project it onto god right we project our own unforgiveness onto god and then we imagine a god that doesn't forgive us but yes that's not the truth um God certainly has better things to do than be, you know, uh, holding grudges over the silly little things that I do in my life. Anyway, so this is our own fabrication of a God that that does that. And we know that um, the God that we have come to believe in, the higher power we have come to find, um, forgives us in every single moment. Doesn't even need to forgive us because there's never been, there's there's hasn't been a... Um, Okay, forgiving implies that there was a resentment or an anger in the first place. Right. There's nothing to forgive, but if there were, God would have instantly forgiven that anyway. So yeah, it's, we, it's me that's hanging on. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, and you mentioned the word letting go. So this starting over requires a lot of letting go, right? So we have to let go. So, so it's really a self-forgiveness thing more than anything else. Exactly. Um, giving ourselves the ability to start over. Um, we tend to get very caught up in, um, you know, what we've done in the past or the ways that we've messed up. And so this beginning anew requires a letting go of that, right? I've got to let go of the ways that I screwed up yesterday so that I can practice not screwing up today, <laughs> you know, and, and that's not always an easy feat because, uh, 
you know, it can be really easy to hang on to those things and be like, oh God, you know, I'm never going to do this or I'm never going to, you know, whatever. So this is a real spiritual tool of um, giving ourselves the grace of um, being able to start over at any time, you know, uh, letting go of those, um, the guilt, the shame, the regret, um, and and not projecting that onto God, forgiving ourselves, knowing that God forgives us, and um, giving ourselves the grace of being able to start again, you know. Absolutely. And for me, the, this concept starting over again, it can be small things, it can be big things. So if, yes. for example, you're listening to us early in January, and maybe you fell off the wagon and are looking to start your sobriety journey again, you can absolutely do that. In fact, we encourage you to find yourself a meeting, suit up and show up, listen, as we always say, uh, uh, work the steps, listen to uh, what others are saying and hang on to what is, makes sense to you and leave the rest behind. So you can start over in a significant way like that and or you can start over in the smallest, simplest ways. Like, for example, starting over can be as simple as driving a different route to work. Mm -hmm. You know, just literally, so what if it Changing takes it a up. few more minutes? Just change it up. Change something up. Shake it up. Just do something a little bit different. The other thing that yeah. comes to mind is that, um, you know, and this is directly related to our famous and helpful saying one day at a time mm -hmm. why do we have that saying because our minds get way off into the future or way into you know ruminating um what's gone on in the past yeah. and are yeah. often anywhere but right here and right now so one day at a time could be one moment at a time one minute at a time yep. but i know i need to remember to keep it here and now right yes. keep it in the present we talk about present moment awareness actually a very difficult thing to maintain yes uh, and hence our meditation practice that we are practicing right. present moment awareness so keep it here and now i have an old habit i'm going to say had you know it's hard to make claims in recovery it's like well it's better but it's not gone you yeah. know what i'm saying yep. so i'm not sure how to uh, how much i want to claim it but certainly had in the past and might today a habit of making things bigger than they need to be of overcomplicating things mm -hmm. and this actually my this example that comes to mind i don't do this anymore but what i would have done like say i i took a walk one day around my neighborhood for no apparent reason and it felt really good i would say this is awesome from this point on every day i'm gonna walk around the it's like no you're not i just <laughs> I just took something beautiful and made it into a complicated uh, thing that I am not going to be able to yeah. achieve. Why do yeah. I do that? Well, did I do that? I actually don't do stuff like that anymore. That whole, mm -hmm. you know, from now mm -hmm. on every day, I'm going to, no, 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 no. I don't do that. And that's fine. So if I do, that's great, but whatever. I don't need to proclaim it though. I don't yeah. need to set it up as a rule or something like now I'm failing if I don't do it. Can you see? Yes. The way I'm yes. Setting You're setting up? yourself up for failure. Oh exactly. my goodness. Right. So starting over, um, to me, it's important to keep it here and now and not do things like project out into the future or make rules for myself that I will then have the opportunity to fail at and make my life even more difficult. 
Yeah, I think this is a really important concept. We we want to set ourselves up for success, not set ourselves up for failure, right? So if we're trying to create new habits, create new routines, um, we need to make it something um, realistic and sustainable, right? I mean, there isn't anything wrong with making a commitment to doing something different. But if you say, if you make it this, okay, like, for example, people, I mean, we always come back to this because we're both big proponents of um, mindfulness meditation. People say, oh, I'm going to start meditating a half an hour in the morning and a half an hour at night every day. No, you're not. (laughs) Or no, I'm not. I'm definitely not. Yeah. I have to tell you that I'm not great at doing those things either, but the one thing that that is coming to my mind right now that I have said ever in my life, I'm going to do this every day and I've actually done it is meditation. And I don't, okay, that I I don't, you know, I'm always saying I'm going to floss my teeth every day. I do it for a few days and then I don't do it again. You know, I'm going to, that and working out, that's, that's never been a problem for me. But the reason I have been so successful and it's been, between six and seven years now that I can honestly tell you I have meditated every single day for six or seven years. There may have been a day or two in there I was traveling and forgot, but even when I'm traveling, and the reason I have been successful is because I made a sustainable goal for myself, which was five minutes a day. Anybody can do anything for five minutes a day, right? And so a lot of times I meditate a lot more than that. But the point is, if I do my five minutes, I'm done. I did it. It's good. If I end up wanting to do more, wonderful. But I made a sustainable goal for myself. I didn't try to set some unrealistic goal, setting myself up for failure. You know what I mean? Yes. And the thing about meditation is that it's better to meditate five minutes a day every day for seven years than to meditate an hour a day for a week and then never do it again. Right. Right. Or once a week. Yeah. Yeah. Meditation is a long-term cumulative beneficial thing. It's, it's something that we benefit from doing every day over an extended period of time. So anyway, I, I highly recommend that as a, as a, um, as a goal for anyone to um, greatly improve their physical, spiritual, emotional um, lives to, to add a a minimum five minute a day mindfulness practice, but it could you, it could be used for anything else. I'm thinking about like around the new year, a lot of people um, go on diets or, or make, you know, new year's resolutions that they're going to start eating a certain way or whatever. And again, we usually set ourselves up for failure by, picking some completely unrealistic goal, you know, oh, I'm going to eat, you know, whatever, just something really unrealistic. And so a much better plan, I think, is to set really realistic goals, like I'm going to eat more vegetables, or I'm going to try to, I'm going to have one side of vegetables every day, you know, something doable, set yourself up for success. And then if you end up doing more than that, great. But give yourself an extended period of time of being successful with the thing that you're trying to, the, the new routine that you're trying to. And always, if you mess up, it does not matter. No one is keeping score. The only one keeping score is you. So right. don't you keep can score. begin again. You can you begin just again. Begin again. It does not matter. Yeah, I know for me that that tendency I'm now making the connection or remembering is just part of the grandiosity that mm-hmm. goes so hand in hand, it seems, mm-hmm. with uh, those of us 
uh, with addiction and uh, in addiction recovery, we have an opportunity to tone that down and not be so grand and not, you know, I wrote a really good letter to my grandmother. Tomorrow I'm going to write a novel. I'm going to write a novel every year for the next 10 years. So I get really good at it. That's grandiosity. Right. No, I'm not going to do that. But I like your example, meditate five minutes a day. And hell, I would even say, do it one minute a day if you can sustain it. Because that's what has been stressed to me by my yeah. teachers is the most important thing about a meditation practice is that it's daily. Making a habit. It's more yeah. important than how long it is, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. So one step at a time, you know, one little step at a yes. time. If I started with a minute, then maybe at some point I'll do two or work yeah. up to five or something that, like you're saying, and I love the word you keep using, realistic something that's not setting myself up for failure. Yes. I'm also reminded that, you know, beginning over is a built-in aspect of living from spiritual principles, mm -hmm. also known as living from the inside out, also known as probably many other things that are describing the same thing. But, you know, living my life in a way where uh, my higher power is at the center of it, and that I am practicing things like a prayer practice, um, a forgiveness practice, a um, goal setting even. Tithing for me has been very, very important mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. part of my um, development and my relationship, not only with money, but my, you know, fear of not having enough. We talk in the, you know, the big book talks about um, fear of economic insecurity. And I have, I have had that and to some degree, much, much less, I still do. But I push back against it with a strict tithing practice, which by the way, what that means to me is I give 10% of the money that comes to me. I give it to the person, place or institution that has fed me spiritually in that same time frame. It mm -hmm. could be a musician, it could be an author, it could be a wait staff at a restaurant, it could be a minister, it could be a church, it could be something completely different. What mm -hmm. it doesn't mean is you have to give money to the church. Right. That's a tax. That's not a gift. Yeah, yeah. With the have to part. Anyway, living from spiritual principles in general tells me and gives me an opportunity to begin again literally every morning or every time I sit down to meditate or even within the meditation. You know, the the, the point is that I focus on something inside my body because my body is always right here right now. It's my mind that's way off in the future, way off in the past or whatever. But my body is never anywhere but the present moment. So if I can get my attention in my body, like on my breath, how do my hands feel? What does the air feel like going in and out of my nose? Anything, you know, mm -hmm. what sounds? Are what landing? can I smell? What can I hear? Yeah. What can I taste? Yeah. And then what happens next? My mind wanders away. Yep. Okay. That's what it does. Yep. And when I notice that it's wandered away, I simply bring my attention back to my focus point. Yep. And here's the key phrase without judgment. Yes. That's yes. hard. That's I the, thought that's the I, key. for years, I thought I was doing it without judgment. And then one uh, day, fairly recently, I was like, oh, uh, oh, I'm really actually not doing yes. it without judgment. It's that's subtle. a challenge. It's subtle. Yes, it's it is. Insidious. I know what you mean. The judgment that we have. Anyway, living from spiritual principles in general gives me an opportunity to begin again at any moment. That's yes. My, and and meditation is. Point. I mean, meditation has so many benefits, but one of the benefits is that it teaches us how to, it, it helps us learn how to start over again. Because 
you're going to constantly be starting over again in meditation. That's just the nature of it. They say that even the Dalai Lama does that. The Dalai Lama doesn't sit down and have a blank mind. We can't have a blank mind because we're human. Our our mind wants to keep going. So what you said is so important, the, the not judging ourselves. We don't go, oh, God, you know, I did it again. I started thinking. Of course you started thinking. You have a brain. That's what brains do. And so it gives us such a wonderful opportunity to practice starting over because we tend to be all or nothing. I know I do, right? I tend to be all or well, if I can't do it perfectly, forget it. I'm not going to do it. And that's why we fail at so many things because we insist on doing it perfectly, which is impossible for anyone, anyone. And then when we mess up, it gives us an excuse to just throw the whole thing away, you know? So this is training ourselves to think in a different way. Really. I mean, it's really training for life, right? It's training ourselves to think it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to not do things perfectly. It's okay to start over. It's okay, and to do it all with compassion for ourselves and kindness for ourselves, not self-flagellating. That is just, it's just ridiculous. I mean, it's just us being dramatic and ridiculous, right? There's no need for that. It is, it's ego, it's ego. And God isn't doing that. That, Let's not project that onto God. I'm the one doing that. Yeah, exactly. So, um, and we have, you know, we're gonna wrap up here soon, but we have um, a wonderful opportunity with the new year. To use, you know, I find that around the new year, there's sort of a lot of, um, for me, there's a lot of feelings of like freshness and beginning again and, you know, oh, I'm, you know, just set goal setting for the new year and ways that I want the year to be and everything. Again, realistically, right? Not setting myself up with all these things I say I'm going to do that I'm not going to end up doing. Then I just feel bad and throw it all away. That's not, that's not helpful. But the new year can be a really potent time for us to make, you know, make changes that we really want to make in our lives. So, you know, if you're getting clean and sober around the new year, or you're, um, you know, really trying to change some deeply ingrained habits, just know that this is a really potent time. It's it's a good, any time is a good time to make those changes, but the new year is especially potent. And you can also know that a lot of other folks are doing it too. Like so many of us are trying to make changes around the new year. And so we can sort of lean into that collective support of knowing that many others are in that energy of wanting to make changes too. Especially and, in the recovery community. What a wonderful yes. place to be surrounded by other fellow travelers some who have been on the road a lot longer than me and i can learn from them and of course also just a little plug for unity because we are unity ministers um i guess this will be airing after this has already happened but a lot of unity churches have burning bull ceremonies and things like that and um you know any of those kind of rituals are can be very helpful in making changes yeah to mark a new beginning Well, it is now time for what we call recovery in a nutshell. This is when we try to summarize the pieces of all we've shared that we found most helpful on our own recovery journeys. And so, Reverend Michelle, in a nutshell, if someone came to you and said, man, I really feel like I'm dropping the ball on my recovery. I don't know what's going on. How can I get this right? What might you say? Well, there's no such thing as getting it right or getting anything right, really. There's only our own process. So I would say... Just what we've been talking about in this um, time, stop, forgive yourself for not having done it perfectly, pause, take a deep breath, surrender your own personal will, 
and begin again. I mean, really, it's that's that's the deal. Am I right? We just yeah, it's a step one thing. Yeah, don't beat yourself up. Don't don't dwell in um, regret and you know all of that because shame and all that that doesn't help. That'll just pull you down, right? So just you know what? I messed up. I'm human. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna try again. I'm gonna start again. And 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 this. Yeah, the surrender piece also. I'm going to surrender a little bit more of my human will and ego to the higher power. Yeah, the best I can. And we, of course, are talking about step one. So if if one, if you're listening and and you're in recovery or have been and and maybe uh, fell off the path or whatever, you can begin again right now in this moment. And it begins with step one, which is the step of surrender. My answer would be, Yes, surrender, new beginning. You can do this. You know, I stop beating my head against the wall mm-hmm. is something I've got to remind myself. Or as I've heard it said, if you're in a hole, at least stop digging. Right. right? <laughs> and find your way out. But to me, the way out was um, through a 12-step program. So I would say get thee to a meeting. Yes. Uh, listen, commit to maybe the uh, show up each day somewhere, some meeting somewhere, show up each day, even if it has to be online. Mm-hmm. And uh, listen, begin the steps, find the sponsor, work the steps, just follow the directions, which I was always very bad at. It's almost a joke for me now. It's like, how'd you do that? Well, guess what I did? I read the directions and then I did what it said. <laughs> That's amazing. I know, right? Who would who would have thought of that in a million years? Not me, apparently. But yeah, you can begin again with step one in a 12-step program. You're talking to the person here that has to pull the box of instruction, you know, like when I make macaroni and cheese, has to pull it out of the garbage like eight times, you know? <laughs> <laughs> what did it say again? How many minutes am I supposed to boil it from? Oh, goodness. All right. Here's our affirmation for you today. Surrendering to the wisdom of my higher power, I can begin again in any moment. Yes, once again, surrendering to the wisdom of my higher power, I can begin again in any moment. Deep breath. Well, it's happened again. You've given yourself the gift of another episode of Spirit of Recovery, and we are grateful that you have. We hope that you have found something in all of our yammering that you find genuinely helpful, and we bless you wherever you are on your recovery journey. And as always, we invite your questions, comments, wisdom, and feedback anytime. You can find us on our Facebook page at Spirit of Recovery or email us at spiritofrecoveryunity at gmail.com. And please help us carry the message by following and subscribing to Spirit of Recovery on your favorite podcast platform. We're so glad that you joined us today and hope that you will join us again. Until then, don't drink like my co-host. And please don't drink like my co-host. Instead, have yourself a wonder-filled week. Since 1977, Omega Institute in New York's beautiful Hudson Valley has hosted some of the best spiritual teachers and social visionaries, sharing their messages of hope, healing, and transformation. On the Dropping In podcast, hosted by Emmy Award-winning producer Callie Alpert, you will enjoy in-depth interviews and conversations with people like Pema Chodron, Jack Kornfield, John Kabat-Zinn, and many others on the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Also, check out the video series on Spotify. Spotify.